Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host, and thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to talk about what happens when words become worthless. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of The Brief Lab, where we help people become lean communicators, clear and concise. The point of this podcast is pretty simple, to help you and your ideas stand out how brevity can build clarity. What we're going to talk about today is something which we just get used to in the world, especially in the corporate world, but also in the military, and that is when people communicate using buzzwords and jargon and corporate speak and um, words that are fancy. And and I I observe this because I see it happen all the time where people start to talk and they they sound a certain way and they're trying to look important and, and they're trying to project um, sophistication, and their word choice uh, becomes super ineffective. It just falls flat. And I um, was at a conference uh, this week, actually, in Phoenix, leading uh, a national sales meeting, and we were talking to them about the value of storytelling, and we were running a brief boot camp. So our team was out there working with salespeople about how to explain the direction of this company. And the company's been around for about 40 years, and they have a lot to say, and the last few years have been pretty tough. So we helped them with their messaging about ways to explain the, the new direction of the company. And what we saw was they're burying the, the, the true story in mounds and mounds of meaning, meaningless language. So part of the challenge was to help them create a narrative that was really clear, it was simple, compelling, that really explained where's the company been, where's the company now, and basically where are we headed? The answer to the question, hey, what's new with this business and where are you going? So I was able to watch people in action take the messaging that we helped them develop and explain it and put it in their own words. And it was really interesting to see people revert to um, buzzwords. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how to avoid that. My, I, I, I found a website. It was uh, been around for a while, but it's, a, it's called like the Business Buzzwords Generator, and it's on the Wall Street Journal. And it's funny because it just auto-generates uh, meaningless jargon. And it's going to be funny. I'll just kind of read some of this to you. But next quarter, we will launch our new low-hanging fruit killer, which will impact the boots on the ground, literally. And then you, you know, randomize it. And it says, next, door we'll, next quarter, we will launch our new Thought Leaders program, which will ideate the early adopter vertically. It can incubate it organically and streamline the process. We're going to unpack all of the research and improve visibility in the pipeline. You kind of get the point where these words become, you hear them, but they have no value. It's almost like, food where it's lost its flavor its its taste it's it almost has no calories it's just like empty devoid of all meaning in the, you know we, we've we've talked about this certainly in the book but on, in the podcast about how the brain processes you know three to four to five times faster than we can speak or than we can read and this this over processing of the brain is where distractibility lives and people tune out. When attention spans are dropping like they are, 
and we start to use buzzwords in this way, it creates an immediate trigger for an instant tune-out, which is why we need to get better at this, because you start talking this way, and people just immediately you know, tune out. They, 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 they start focusing on something different. This, this habit is something that we really need to focus on fixing. Well, why do we need to fix it? We need to fix it because um, we need to speak in a way that we're completely confident that people are going to hear what we're going to say. And speaking in buzzwords may seem like a good idea, but the, the net effect of this is the impact is, is huge. People, people feel like you're talking over them, and it can, be, it can be on one end kind of annoying, but on the other end, it could really hurt people's chances of success. And you, you hear it all the time. You, you hear about, um, you know, we need to move the goalpost, or we have to empower our people, or we've got to move the needle and run the numbers. Um, we're going to have cascading relevant information to our key stakeholders. Uh, we, we need to go back to the drawing board. You know, it's on my radar. Um, you know, I don't have the bandwidth to process that. We need to, we need to call an ideation session. Um, you know, ping me when you get a chance. Boy, that guy just got thrown under the bus. Uh, we have to do a deep dive on that topic. Um, keep our eye on the ball. You know, get more bang for the buck. Um, Got to make hay. These these are all words. So when you when you use these phrases, and again, there's nothing wrong with a good idiomatic expression, a good. A good, uh, you know, saying like, hey, we got to make hay when the sun is shining. Um, but just here's some thoughts about this issue of when words become worthless and how to combat that in your daily life that could help. The first is be aware, increase your awareness of when you're starting to use what I call fancy speak, using this jargon or these buzzwords. Just be aware of it. It's very easy to speak this way because it's a type of language that people speak in organizations and in business. And it's almost like shorthand. When, when we speak this way and we're not aware of it, we're triggering people to tune us out. And, and, and once they tune us out, it's, it's almost impossible to get their attention again. So just be aware you know, that you're doing it because if you're not aware, you're not going to stop. And it's, it's amazing when you start to really think of how often the people around you and you yourself speak like this, how easy it is to tune you out. So just be aware of it. That would be the first thing I'd recommend. The second thing is in our courses, I, I encourage uh, people who take our courses to, to do this, is a little trick, and it's called, in other words, um, when you use a fancy word and you force yourself to say it a different way, what you often find is people f saying it in a simpler way. So fancy speak is combated with speaking simply. And the way to do that is to challenge yourself, say, in other words, I'll, I'll give you an example. So this conference that I was at in Phoenix this week, the, the primary message that they were promoting is that the company, it's an exciting time to be working at this company in the direction that it's heading. So you want to avoid this parroting or just repeating the same word. So in other words, there's some cool opportunities that the company is now chasing, or it's a fun time to work here. 
So you can use in other words to help you spur, you know, a, a simpler and oftentimes better way of saying it. So if you think about like a word like empowering, we're empowering our people. In other words, we're giving them the authority to make decisions and make things happen. Okay? Our corporate values, right? And how would you say that in other words? You could say, you know, the way we work around here to when we're doing our best. Um, it's par for the course. In other words, it's the standard expected out, you know, result that you get. So it just challenges you in writing the way to do this is to ask yourself and answer the question, what are you trying to say? We see this when people are writing in a, in a, in a, in a way that's not in their voice. Ask yourself, what am I trying to say? And then when you hear yourself answer that, that's what you need to be saying. So it's a little trick, just in other words, or what am I trying to say? And then finally, a way to combat this, even if you have to use a message like, we're empowering our people, or we're trying to transform the cultural values, or, you know, it's a game changer, or whatever you're trying to say, and it, it, it might be a fancy way, and you really can't find another way even, own the message. Just own it. Make it real. Make it personal. Make it your own. I found that when I've seen executives that are really communicating with clarity and conviction, they're saying the same thing. And they're putting it in their own words and they're owning what they're saying. It's just, at the end of the day, you're not saying it and just chattering. You're speaking authentically. There's an authenticity of your voice. So just, you know, things to think about when we are tackling this, this huge problem, really, which is, you know, the, 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 when words lose their value, I mean, if you think about that more broadly speaking, you're talking about you know, mounds and mounds of communication within organizations every day that really doesn't move anything. It's just empty. And it fills pages and pages of emails and reports and meetings and updates and conference calls and video conferences and progress reports and performance reviews and all of these things. But what are they really trying to say? Is there a, a more concise, is there a clear, more, if there's a simpler way of saying it, just say that. Again, nothing wrong with a good expression, a good idiom, but beware when you start sounding like a parrot and you start spouting these empty, valueless, you know, meaningless uh, words. So with this, if you get better, it may be a game changer. Just saying. So.